0: The WBEN All local. All local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world.
1: I'm Susan Rose. I'm
2: Brian Macerowski.
1: Mounting pressure on House leaders to elect a new speaker to consider new military aid packages. President Biden announced during his rare Oval Office address last night that he'll ask Congress to provide additional support for the defense of Israel and Ukraine. Meanwhile, new information about the president's trip to Israel. He is very concerned about that. Uh, According to a U.S. official in those meetings, according to this official, the president was worried about the intense and deep anger of the Israelis. He said it was nearly blinding. He wants to talk to the Israelis, continue to talk to those Israeli leaders about using some caution. How does this end? What is it you want to accomplish? That's Martha Raddatz in Tel Aviv. Biden's aid package expected to total 105 Billion dollars, with an estimated 60 billion for Ukraine, 14 billion for Israel. It would also include money for border security and assistance in the Indo-Pacific region.
2: Part of the president's plea last night, reflecting on his visit to Israel. The terrorist group Hamas unleashed pure, unadulterated evil in the world. But sadly, the Jewish people know perhaps better than anyone that there is no limit to the depravity of people when they want to inflict pain on others. In Israel. I saw people who are strong, determined, resilient, and also angry, in shock and in deep, deep pain.
1: As Israeli forces prepare for a ground offensive into Gaza, tensions are rising on the Israel-Lebanon border. Hezbollah, an Iranian-backed militant group and ally of Hamas, has also been firing rockets into Israel. Israel's air defense system, the Iron Dome, now facing its biggest test yet. Missile defense expert Tom Caracco. Uh,
0: Iron Dome has shot down thousands of these things uh, over the years, but can it be overwhelmed? Anything can be overwhelmed. If you concentrate your forces on a particular area, they're trying to defend the whole country. They're trying to defend neighborhoods all over the country. And so by definition, uh, it's going to provide great defense, but it's, it's still limited.
1: The Iron Dome, first operational in 2011, uses a sophisticated radar system to track those inbound missiles, and it does detect, if it detects a threat, the system can bring down rockets fired from a range of 2 to 40 miles away with incredible accuracy.
2: 504 on WBEN. Some Buffalo residents creating their own forum yesterday to speak out on concerns that they have over the state's project to cover just under a mile-long stretch of the 33 WBEN's Brayton Wilson taking a look at the issue.
0: Thursday saw a public meeting being held at the Buffalo Museum of Science hosted by the Calvary Baptist Church for residents and others around the Kensington Expressway who wished to voice their concerns in opposition to the $1 million project to cap the highway and reconnect communities. These continued meetings for residents to express their concerns about the project is encouraging for Buffalo Common Councilman Ulysses Wingo as people ensure their voices are being heard on the matter. I'm particularly pleased with the level of engagement that we've seen so so far with Humboldt Parkway and ensuring that their voices are heard. My personal opinion would reflect that of the community as long as I'm occupying the Masson District Councilmatic Seat. Living just down the block from Humboldt Parkway, Wingo has certainly heard many of the concerns for residents in the community that will be directly affected by the upcoming construction for the project. He also has his own concerns with the project, especially with the health quality of the region once the project commences. With the rate of cancer in that area due to the air quality, I think warrant some solution to ensure that the air is filtered and clean to mitigate the effects of the emissions of all of these vehicles traveling through the 33 on a daily basis. So I think that something needs to be done based on the health Concerns of the community. Does Wingo feel the concerns and oppositions of the community will be heard properly from state officials leading
1: the way with the project? Read more online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. Thank you, Brayton. Geico telling employees this week that it will be cutting 2,000 jobs across the company, or roughly 6% of its workforce, including about 5.5% of jobs here in Western New York. Employees were notified Thursday in a letter from the company CEO, Todd Combs. Geico did not specify the number of jobs cut at a Amherst location.
2: 506 now on WBEN Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell saying yesterday inflation still too high. Lower economic growth probably needed to bring it down, speaking at the Economic Club of New York. Powell evading committing to a specific policy path, but gave no indication he was leaning toward a push for higher interest rates. Certified financial planner Doug Flynn on um, what he thought of Powell's comments. The market has kind of raised interest rates without them
0: having to do it. So that's why he's saying, you know, there's a little bit of a pause, but they've left the door open that, hey, maybe we don't raise in November, but we still might in December. And the market's really hoping that we're done.
2: The 10 year Treasury yield has risen to almost 5%.
1: Still lacking the votes needed, Ohio Republican Congressman Jim Jordan is going to call for a third vote to try to become Speaker of the House. Rachel Scott reports from the Capitol. Jim Jordan's emerging from a tense meeting with Republicans, saying he's going to take his bid for Speaker back to the floor.
0: I'm still running for Speaker, and I plan to go to the floor uh, and get the votes and win this race.
1: The about phase coming after Jordan's other plan failed. He pitched giving the temporary speaker, Congressman Patrick McHenry, more power to buy himself time to change people's minds. Lawmakers are meeting again this morning at 10 a.m.
2: Well, it was another disappointing loss for the Sabres last night. who fell to the Flames 4-3. to Defenseman Eric Johnson, one of the team's goal scorers, new to Buffalo, but he's been in the league for 15 years, seen a lot of stuff gave his assessment of what the team needs to do to improve.
0: We're going to be able to score goals like that most of the year, but until we have a, a commitment to team defense, we, we won't accomplish much. We, um, we're tied 2-2 with a minute left in the second. We give up a breakaway, give up a short uh, on-man rush, and then we give up a 4-on-2 two, two minutes into the third. So we won't win in the long run like that, and that takes a five-man commitment on the ice to, to do it right. And I think um, sometimes that comes with uh, going through those, those lumps and, Sometimes in order to uh, have success, you got to learn those mistakes. But those are things we can clean up no problem. It's just a mindset to come in to do that.
2: A tough loss to have for the Sabres at home. They're back at home tomorrow night hosting the Islanders.
1: That'll kind of be like a revenge game, right? Because we lost to them last week. Oh well,
2: Yeah, it's a tight game because they're right there. They're uh, one of the last teams in the playoffs last year. If the Sabres want to make the playoffs this year. One of the teams you have to in these games against them so at home tomorrow night they're wearing black and red for the first time this year maybe that'll turn their fortunes around a little bit
1: i think you might be right let's hope if you're a hollywood actor You have to be careful about what costume you wear for Halloween this year. This year, we're
2: certainly going to see a lot of Barbies, Ken's, and maybe a few Oppenheimers roaming the streets for Halloween. But not if you're a member of SAG-AFTRA. The union just came out with some guidelines to make sure members' costumes are strike-friendly. They're encouraging actors not to wear costumes from struck projects, so pretty much all current and past TV shows and movies. They say choose something generic, like a ghost or spider or zombie, but not a walking dead zombie not struck content including animated stuff is fine and if you just can't help yourself I'm just kidding. don't post a pic on social media jason athanson abc news hollywood love it the costume <laughs> guidelines not just for elementary school anymore oh all the uh, hollywood actors have to know uh here's just, what you can't wear yeah how would you like to be that actor though you're told by you know you'd uh, look better just throw a sheet over your head and uh right. become a ghost <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, you want to hear
0: Your exclusive WBEN seven weather forecast. Cloudy skies, rain showers likely this morning, and then scattered showers this afternoon. Temperatures holding near 60 degrees. For tonight, mostly cloudy, a few showers, overnight lows near 50. On Saturday, we're in the low 50s, a few showers in the morning, then some scattered showers, especially south of Buffalo during the afternoon. Showers Sunday morning. Temperatures only in the mid-40s on Sunday. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aramankowski.
1: Chris Brown is joining us this morning. He'll be on the call for the Bills game Sunday from Foxboro. It's week 7, Chris. The Bills are coming off two back-to-back games with offensive struggles. Are you looking for a breakout game or just a stabilizing game or what?
0: I just think they're looking for a consistent performance from start to finish on offense. Certainly they want to get off to a better start knowing they've really had trouble scoring in the first half. Um, They're averaging less than four points per game in the first half through the last two games. So they obviously want to up that point production for sure. They are playing a team that even though their roster might be one of the five worst in football usually plays them tough division opponents typically do that. So be interesting to see how the game unfolds, especially in the early going.
2: Yeah. um, The slow starts for the Bills over the past couple of weeks, is there anything you can kind of put your thumb on? What might be behind that? They've had trouble getting into a rhythm. Is there a particular reason? Is there something to key in on, on how they can flip that around? Or is it much more complicated than any of us can kind of wrap our heads around?
0: Yeah, it's largely an execution issue where, you know, you can go back to the London game. You can think about it. Third down, Josh Allen's got James Cook wide open in the flat. Well, not wide open, but open enough to make a play. And the ball goes off his hands incomplete. And they got a punt and they're off the field. And, you know, the next series, Dalton Kincaid on the third and medium, as uh, the football turns up field and gets shoved out of bounds before the first down marker, and they're punting again. It's The plays are there to be made. They just have to make more of them um, more frequently, obviously. And I think the other thing that the coaching staff has tried to do to allow the players to maybe just relax a little bit and play fast without thinking too much, they've kind of simplified the approach. So I think the game plan is going to be simplified, not as voluminous, and I think they're hoping for better results with that approach as well.
1: Josh Allen injured his shoulder last week. And we know that he has practiced this week. But is there any concern that this could be like that elbow injury, you know, that was an issue for a lot longer?
0: Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I think it's just more of a bump and bruise kind of soreness with his shoulder. Uh, Players deal with this all the time. Obviously, his throwing shoulder is of the utmost importance. But uh, knowing he was back to being a full practice participant yesterday, I think it's just a matter of getting that soreness out of the shoulder. I don't think there's anything structural to worry about.
2: Okay, well, that's some good news there. They're up against the Patriots. Uh, Sean McDermott was asked about this during the week. Man, it's interesting how the tables have turned, right, with the Bills and the Patriots. Ever since Tom Brady uh, left New England, the Bills have kind of had their way uh, over the last several years now. A different feeling going into this, and especially for New England, who has had it rough. I mean, Chris, they might be, what, worst team in the league this year?
0: Yeah, they're certainly in the conversation, and I think it's rooted in the fact that their roster is probably one of the three worst rosters in football, and that's a byproduct of poor drafting and curious decisions in the free agent market. So there really aren't too many truly elite players on their roster and the two players that you would call elite their first round draft choice cornerback Christian Gonzalez and their pass rusher Matthew Judon are both on injured reserve right now and will not play in this game this weekend. So the deck is the deck is really stacked against them. They're off to a 1 and 5 start for the first time since 1995. So it's been a minute. Um but they always seem to play the Bills tough no matter how good or how bad they are. So while <laughs> Well, I think the Bills will win the football game. I think it it might be tight in the early going, uh, because the Patriots, if one thing, they do have a top ten defense still, and they're very good at holding teams out of the end zone and forcing field goals. So that might keep it close early.
1: Uh, Damian Harris was injured last week, the running back for the Bills. Does this change anything for Cook and Murray this week?
0: Well, it would mean more work because I'll be surprised if Damian Harris is able to get out of the concussion protocol this week. Of course, there is the option of a practice squad elevation uh, to have a third running back up and available, and that would presumably be Ty Johnson, uh, who some some Bills fans might remember as a third down back with the Jets. Uh, But he joined the team late in the preseason, played in the last preseason game, looked really good, can run with uh, balance and power. So if they feel they need a third back, I I would anticipate that's the practice squad elevation for Sunday.
2: going to be strange having this 1 o'clock Sunday kickoff for the last time in a very long time, Chris. Uh, So much has been made of the schedule in the past couple of weeks, right? The trip to London, you had Sunday at time, a more normal start time here. But it's going to be different from here on out. Uh, Have they talked much about... How they're going to kind of uh, balance that schedule, make sure they're up for games. You know, we heard before London sports science uh, all of this before some of these starts. I mean, you got Thursday night, Monday night, Sunday night coming up. Then it's a four thirty starts. It's going to be strange.
0: Yeah, I, I I think the day of the week matters more for the coaching staff and the players than anything else. If it's a four o'clock start, not too big of a disruption. Even Monday nights are not completely insurmountable. It's the Thursday night games that really stick out, and that's what the Bills have on the horizon after this one against the Patriots. And Coach McDermott has already altered the practice schedule, you know, only a walkthrough on Wednesday. He did the same thing coming back from London. Walkthrough on Wednesday and then real practice Thursday and Friday, or at least a more uh, stringent practice on Thursday and Friday. And he said that was done. You know, with the short turnaround in mind, give them an extra day of rest uh, to try to you know, prepare the bodies, knowing they're going to be playing two football games in the span of five days here coming up. So that that's the real challenge, not only for the players, but obviously for the coaches. I mean, they're going to be putting the game plan together on the plane ride back from New England for Tampa Bay on Thursday because you have half the amount of time to get ready.
1: Wow, it's going to come up quick. All right, Chris, thanks. We'll be listening on Sunday. All right, take care.
0: That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning. Produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.